It's a Monday morning. Oh boy, I am sitting here thinking, first of all, I'm a little chilly. It's getting chilly, which, you know, for some people in other places, um, maybe 50 some odd degrees <laughs> is not chilly, but I had to put on fuzzy socks and I'm sitting on the sofa having my coffee, thinking about my day ahead. Um, lately, it's been um, food involved. We've had a lot of food going on because Dylan, uh, our man cub, has been struggling again with his ulcerative colitis. It seems like it's has peaks and valleys, and very recently it was a valley, and whenever that happens, I kind of go into panic mode myself, and I'm like, what can I do to make this beautiful human feel better? He gets really quiet and sleeps a lot and doesn't really interact. And that's when you know things aren't going well. So we got him on a new protocol with our Maritza, our lovely uh, friend. And I don't even know exactly how to uh, address her, but I met her years ago in a parking lot. She was selling her tea and I thought it was really tasty and I bought some of her tea and then she showed me, um, pointed that she had a little shop behind my friend Lily's old shop. I was familiar with the area and she said, come on in, come visit me sometime. So what I didn't realize is that she was a functional medicine doctor and the tea is just something she liked to sell because she liked to drink tea herself. And when I went into her little tiny, um, it was pretty tiny little office and I saw all of her teas displayed and then I was like, so, you know, I started asking questions and then she started letting me know that she is a functional medicine doctor and she helps people balance their hormones and um, people of autoimmune disorders that she can help them. And it was intriguing. And so at the time, and this was, um, RJ was still in high school, so she was a junior in high school. And I was struggling with, you know, my anxiety and, and that's been an ongoing thing for so many of like years with my scratching. And I thought maybe if I get on a special diet with her and that, that my anxiety will be calmed and things will be different. So I worked with her for a while. And actually I have to say when I was working with her, I felt the best I felt in forever. Um, but it, it was a lot of work, like a lot of intentional prepping and work and food. I do believe heals. I was in in it, I could feel it. Um, there was a huge difference, but I got burnt out on all the prepping and preparing and buying. And always, it was like my whole life felt like it was revolved around food and preparing and dishes and blah, blah, blah. Well, here, years later, um, I reached out to her again for Dylan because of what he was experiencing. And we felt like the Western doctors, and he especially felt that they were not helping at all. That, you know, he went to a specialist, they put him on a um, steroid, anti-inflammatory. He literally at one point said to me, I don't want to live anymore. I basically 
want to end, like he, his mind wanted to end things like it was too much for him. But he also realized logically that it was the prescriptions that were making him feel this way. It was a side effect from the prescription. And so he, um, got off of it himself, cold turkey, which probably wasn't the best thing, but he said, I'm fed up with this. I don't like the way it's making me feel. Although it's helping my digestion and the inflammation's going down, I feel horrible. He had asked the specialist if eating mattered and they said, no, you can eat whatever you want, which he even thought that sounded strange. So he was fed up with the whole thing. So we switched to Maritza. She put him, we did a, a, a lab test. It was found he had a parasite. He had ulcerative colitis and some bad gut bacteria, which we probably all have. And she put him on a little protocol of natural supplements. And he was doing better for a time. And we had adjusted his eating. And then I think just like as life goes on, you, you feel comfortable and you're like, Oh, I'm feeling better again. And he just basically slipped back into the old ways and started eating whatever he wanted. And it took a while, but then it came back with a vengeance and he decided, you know, he's got to get serious again. And oftentimes for him, you know, he'll get super serious, but he's, he's working and he's going to school and he, he's gone for a lot of hours of the day. So he doesn't have the time to prep and to buy and to prepare and to do all the things and to learn new recipes. So when he gets serious, basically his diet consists of bone broth and blueberries and herbal tea, like a green tea. And he will just eat that because that's easy and he knows it won't hurt his stomach but when he eats like that, he drops weight pretty rapidly because it's just not a lot of calories. And I don't even know how he functions at work, to be honest, when he's eating like that. So as a mom, and I have been off this whole year, I'm not working. How about if I step in and, and start doing the hard work? And our friend Delia was so sweet. Like months ago, she gave me some cookbooks by Danielle Walker. Danielle Walker is someone who also struggled with ulcerative colitis and also interesting, hers came out when she was around 22. And I think that's around when Dylan's came out is right around that age. And she found herself in the hospital near death, dropped so much weight. It was super scary. Same exact story as Dylan went to the doctors, got on steroids, anti-inflammatories. They also told her it didn't matter what she ate. And it didn't seem right to her because all of that just, what what happened with her is it just kept putting her back in the hospital and nothing was changing. So she went to the food as a healing process. And she started looking into different ways and eliminating certain things to see if she felt better. Now, what we have discovered with Dylan, which is really crazy because the child grew up on whole milk and would drink so much milk growing up, um, that he can't tolerate dairy. He can't tolerate dairy. He can't tolerate gluten, definitely no grains and to keep the sugar low. 
and then he starts to feel better and he starts to get a smile on his face and he starts to talk more and his energy comes back and it it's so satisfying as a mom to see. So lately I've been cooking a lot. I've been preparing healthy meals. I've been making things I've never made in my life. I've I've really been stepping outside of the box and I have somehow found some worth in that. Like I feel like I'm helping him. I'm being productive and sometimes I even film them for my YouTube, but it is challenging because I'm learning new things and recording and learning new recipes is really tricky, but I have put a few of the things up that I have made and learned to make. Um, he really loves the beef jerky. I made beef jerky for the first time a few weeks ago and he just thought it was amazing. So he bought some more flank steak and uh, asked if I could make some more beef jerky and I did last week. And when I make the beef jerky, it does not last. It just, I like within two to three days, it's gone. So I've done the beef jerky. We've done like a healthy chocolate chip cookie, which are like, how is how are cookies healthy? Well, it just means there's no refined sugar. You use like a date sugar or like a coconut sugar instead of, you know, regular cane sugar and a little bit of honey. And you don't use regular flour. You use like almond flour and coconut flour. And the chocolate chips aren't the Nestle's chocolate chips. I, I, found um, Dr. Hyman is someone I really admire. And he was promoting the HU, I don't know how you say it, Hu Hue chocolate candy bars. And so I, when he was promoting those, I had to go find one. I couldn't find one hardly anywhere. I went to uh, Whole Foods finally, found it super expensive, but I wanted to try it. Since then, um, they've started selling them, I think even at Target. I'm not sure, but I think so. I think I've seen them at Target, but it's pretty much a bittersweet, really good quality chocolate and they make chocolate chips too. So I use those chocolate chips for these cookies. And last night I made short ribs in the crock pot. I've never made short ribs in my entire life. It was like a Thai curry sauce, um, a turnip parsnips mash, and uh, it was really unique and very different. So that's what's been going on lately around here. A lot of new cooking, a lot of um, just new tastes and flavors and so far so good. I did this podcast in two segments, which I rarely do. I rarely walk away and come back, but I had to use the restroom. So I took a little break. I'm back. We talked about the food and how it's really improving Dylan's health right now and even my own health. I've seen differences. So I'm going to keep going on that as much as I can because I think it's easier to do something for someone else sometimes than it is for ourselves. So the fact that I'm doing it for Dylan makes it to where I want to do it even more. So there's that. But we will stop talking about the food right now and then go into this. A couple of weeks ago, maybe it's been a few weeks now, Rich and I went on our dream vacation. Now, our little dream list vacation happened to be New Orleans, Louisiana. I know, we didn't go out of the country. We don't get too exotic. Um, Getting Motorcycle Man to New Orleans was a feat in itself. He does not like to fly, especially long flights. And for him, that was a long flight. I think it was only... 
three and a half hours, but for him, that was a long time to sit in a tiny plane. And I'm just glad we got there. We got there. It was kind of a crazy situation getting there. We had five gate changes, three delays, but we made it. We made it there and we barely made it to our car rental, um, which they closed at two in the morning. We got there just at two and they let us get our car. We drove on to our Airbnb and we started our trip. The little Airbnb was the most adorable little place. It was super New Orleans, you know, the architecture, the porch, the architecture, I say it, in the porch, the door, everything was just super cute and old. I love, love, love old places. Um, so it, that, the place we stayed did not disappoint at all. The street that it was on um, was so beautiful. Every house was different. They were down by the children's hospital, and as you walked towards, um, they have like this where the trolley goes. Um, I'm in Char- Charleston Street. I, I I can't remember, but as you got closer to Audubon Park and the trolley, the houses got bigger and bigger and bigger, and more just gigantically beautiful and old. It was like nothing I've ever seen. The parks there were my favorite. We spent, we were only there for four days. Two of those days were spent primarily at a park, uh, two different parks. I loved the parks there. They had the beautiful old trees with the Spanish moss hanging off. Um, everything was just old and beautiful. And um, there was the Audubon Park, which was gorgeous. But it was nothing compared to the city park. I think it was in Mid-City or or Tri-City. I can't remember. But that park was gigantic. Our host recommended it. When she knew we loved Audubon Park, she's like, you need to check this park out. You like trees. You'll love the trees. They had um, the place that... Um, what is that famous place with the chicory coffee and the, <clears throat> I'm losing all my words. <laughs> what are they called? Beignets. Um, we went to, they, I went to the one in the city. It was, we had to stand in an hour line. It was insane, but there, they had one at this park and it was so much more chill. Like I walked straight up to the window ordered our beignets and our coffee. We brought our own heavy whipping cream because I wanted to make the coffee extra special. And we sat at the park and all these little birds came up around us. And there was a family from Finland. They asked if we would take their their picture under the tree. And um, there was like a saxophone playing in the distance. It was just so perfect. And we were told that there was a museum at this park and there was a statue garden we found the statue garden it was like an outdoor museum basically and it was for free the walk through see all these beautiful sculptures and statues and installments it was so amazing I at the same time I heard this music this drumming music and it led me to like a like sort of like an arts and crafts fair um I love those I walked to one tent specifically. It was jewelry. I met a 
sunshine person, sunshine of a person there who was making jewelry and I bought a necklace because I like to buy things when I'm on vacation that not like a t-shirt that says New Orleans or coffee cup, but I want to buy something that I'm going to wear, that I'm going to appreciate, that, you know, someone there made it. It just felt more special. I ordered a ring from her that she's making, and those are going to be my special investments for the trip. And that was a beautiful day. We we met, I met um, some neighbors down the street from where we were staying that recommended we take the trolley. They recommended that we um, eat at a place called Saba and Clancy's. We never got to Clancy's, but we did make it to Saba where we met an amazing server who had the best energy. She's going to be in one of my YouTube videos because she just agreed to to explain the food we were eating and she was adorable. That's to come. Um, that was the best hummus I've ever had in my life and the best pita. I don't know. That's what the the gentleman told me and that was completely true. So I was glad that I met some locals that referred us to local places to eat that were not necessarily, you know, New Orleans type food. It was Mediterranean. At one point, Motorcycle Man was like, why are we eating Mediterranean when we're in New Orleans? But I said, the locals are eating here. It's got to be good. So it was amazing. And now I am somewhat friends with the server. We follow each other on Instagram. It's kind of fun. And, um, that, that I would just say that this trip, without going into every single bit of detail, was one of my favorite trips I've been on. Um, it came a second close to when Rich and I went to Sonoma one year around his birthday and we did wine testing. That still has been my most favorite trip we've ever been on. Um, it was also a time where I was feeling better mentally. I remember I wasn't yet 40. I wasn't picking my skin. I wasn't freaking out all the time. It was a more free way of being. And maybe that goes along with social media. I still question it. I still question if that is a big cause of my anxiety. Um, I step away for a time and then I always come back because I miss so many things about it. I miss really people that I admire and that I look up to and that I love, that I get to see what they're up to and interact with them. I often start missing that and so I'll return. But in the big whole picture of things, I'm not sure that all of this technology that just keeps just going full speed ahead is good for our mental state of being. I think it has shortened our attention spans. I think that you know, it pulls us away from the basics of just being outside in nature and interacting with people one-on-one. Um, I'm still trying to find my balance personally there, but I just went off to say that that made my trip to Sonoma way better because I just didn't have any of those worries or thoughts. I was just fully free to enjoy our time. I knew what peace felt like at the time. I feel like I haven't known true peace for over a decade. Um, but that being said, our trip to New Orleans was a second close, uh, or how do you say it, it was, it came in second, I would say. 
I would still love to go to Europe one day. I'd love to see Berlin, Germany. I would love to see Paris, France. Um, somewhere in Italy, let's just say Florence, Italy. Um, <laughs> I don't know a lot of places, but I would love to see those things, even Spain. Um, I don't know if I'll make it there, uh, especially with Motorcycle Man. He said there's no way he's going anywhere anymore unless it's first class, which is hilarious. Yes, we we did first class on the way home. I upgraded. He was so happy. He said he could travel anywhere that way. I think I could too, to be honest, but it just costs a lot more money. But you know what? We don't travel a lot. You only live once. We got the tickets because we use our credit card all the time. And so we had, you know, points. So all the trips I've gone on this year were paid for with points. I'm out of points now. And um, so I didn't feel too bad about upgrading. Even though the points mean we've spent money to get the points, but it somehow feels like free money. So I went on four airplane trips this year, all paid for with the points. Um, I've never flown that much in one year ever. So that was a new thing. Lots of new things this year. I don't know if I'll be getting a job soon. It's something that probably should happen, but I really have enjoyed not working, to be honest. So we'll see how that goes. So until next time, I wish you peace. I wish you love. And I really want to encourage you, as I always say, to keep going and not to give up. You can take a little break if you need to, but just pick it up where you left off and keep going. And pretty soon we will all get to where we've been trying to get to.